welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Today, we are wishing you a happy holiday season if you're listening to us live or semi-live. And we're going to talk a bit about New Year's resolutions today. But if you're listening to this a few months later, it could be about resolutions in general. Because we often say, you'll keep living, keep learning. But this is not happening by accident. It happens through intention. So certainly the ritual of a New Year's resolution is a lot about making some intentions for the new year. So we're going to spend a few minutes and we're going to kind of break down how to make uh, the best New Year's resolutions we possibly can. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Skies smiling at me. Nothing but blue skies. Do I see? So when I'm thinking about resolutions, I'm thinking about improvement. I'm thinking a lot about healthy growth. I'm thinking a lot about lifelong learning, lifelong growing. I mean, we think when we have young children, how do we raise a healthy baby? Or if you're planting your garden, how do we raise healthy pepper and tomato plants. It's pretty obvious these plants and these babies, they're growing every day and they need the proper soils, the proper water. They need a lot of hug and touch. That's the baby more than the plant. But we forget that if we're trying to raise healthy adults, we have to keep growing and we have to keep learning. And if we are keep growing, keep learning, our kids will see that and that's a If we could teach our kids to embrace lifelong learning and lifelong growing, that is one of the best things we can teach our youngsters. And if we can be reminded of this and keep this in the forefront of our mind, I think it's it's one of the fundamental elements to a healthy life. So we have this ritual, right? This New Year's resolution ritual, and it's I'm someone who's always really into pushing myself and growing. So I haven't been a huge New Year's New Year's resolution person. But for the podcast, I've spent a lot of time reflecting on it this week. And I think it's important to break it down and to think about what lifelong learning is and what are the different categories. So if you got a piece of paper, take it out, or you can do it later, and I'll write down these six categories. Number one, sleep. Number two, water slash hydration. Number three, exercise. Number four, diet. Number five, relationships. And number six, spirit. Okay? Sleep, water, exercise, diet, relationships, spirit. So if you look at this list, and you were to kind of give yourself a grade for this past year, it might indicate, where could I see the best improvement in the year to come? Oh, if I look at sleep, I might give myself an, an A. I'm pretty good at prioritizing and getting enough sleep. How is my water? Am I keeping hydrated or am I just drinking coffee and beers? Makes a big difference. The more I think about hydration, the more we realize it's undervalued. When you own a car, it's like, how's the oil level? How's the oil level? Get the oil checked. The oil is the lifeblood of the car. If that oil gets neglected, the whole car starts just getting jammed up and breaking down. 
Hydration and water is the same for humans, and we don't realize how chronically dehydrated many of us are. And so, and even in the wintertime, if you're living in a warm climate, this dry heat really dehydrates you. So we got to think about how can we make sure to drink enough, enough water. Um, so there's a few techniques for that, you know, leaving out big jars, uh, keeping track of it. We'll come back to the keeping track of it part because that's a big part of, of all of these. Next one, exercise. How's my body feeling? Do I feel like I'm walking enough or running enough or playing some sport? Even so, let's think about our bodies. How are our bodies feeling? And then also, exercise also includes stretching, yoga, flexibility, just being in touch with our bodies and moving them and making sure our muscles are alive and, and feeling all right. Next one is diet. And this one is obviously very very nuanced and complicated. Are we eating with people? Are we always eating alone? Are we cooking enough? Are we eating out too much? The next one, relationships. How are our relationships to our loved ones? What can be repaired or improved? What can be further strengthened? What are our relationships to anybody who is estranged that we want to make up with? Is there any any room for healing in this new year? Can we start a new chapter with someone? How is our relationships to our family, our friends, to our coworkers? What is the what is the person we are when people relate to us and how do we want that to improve and grow in the new year? And finally, spirit. What is our relationship to the unknown, to the great mysteries of life? I'll leave it at that for now. Okay, so so we got our list of six main points. If we look at them and we give ourselves a grade, A, B, C, A minus, B plus, where do we think we're at on those six in this past year? And if some of them are not quite at the A level, how can we make some plans to improve them? But say hydration, we realize, you know what? I'm probably not being hydrated enough. I'm drinking three or four cups of coffee. I'm drinking two beers every night. Um, I'm drinking only three glasses of water a day. I'm drinking some soda. You know, think if you think of the hydration, say you give yourself a B minus. All right, how can I make that a B plus? How could I improve that? What are the techniques I can do? So we're starting to zone in on maybe two or three of these, which are worth focusing on. But the key is not to say, oh, I want to be more hydrated in 2019. Oh, I want to exercise more in 2019. Oh, I want to be a better person in 2019. The teacher in me would say, those goals are way too vague. What I want you to do is make up a few of these goals or think about which categories you want to focus on. Oh, I'm going to focus on relationships, spirit, and diet. So you, you give yourself the grades. You focus on the two or three you want to focus on. But then you make a goal that can be checked in once a week. Okay, that's important. I think part of the resolution is to have a weekly check-in with ourselves and make that as part of our weekly schedule. Do you have a Sabbath? Do you have a day of rest? That's a great day to do it. Do you keep a notebook? That's a great resource for this. So we're starting to put together the pieces so we can continue growing and learning and we can be a good role model for our children or our friends or just be keep it to ourselves. That's okay too. Remember, if we're positive and healthy, that's going to be a positive and healthy influence on those we meet and those we engage with. So as long as we keep growing and learning, we're doing our part to try to make this world a better place. And 
If we do that, I think we'll be able to sleep well at night. Okay, so, so if we want to, let's use an example. So if I say I'm too dehydrated, so water, maybe water is an issue for someone, right? So if I want to be more hydrated in 2018, I would say, all right, I'm going to check in on Sundays every week and I'll give myself a grade for my hydration, okay? I'm going to self-evaluate and check in. Now, say right now I know I wake up, drink two cups of coffee, go to work, drink two more cups of coffee. Like when do you, when do you start drinking water in the day? In the afternoon? So if we how can we turn that into a, a tangible graspable goal. A lot of people have, um, they carry around a big water bottle that holds 64 ounces and they know I'm going to drink two of these water bottles a day. Ah, 64 ounces is pretty big. Maybe a 32 ounce water bottle. I'm going to drink three of these every day. So you wake up, you fill it up, you go about your day, you have your little coffee or tea, whatever, that's fine. But then you make sure, how's that water bottle going? Oh, I, I got through two of those during the day and I'm going to have a little more at night. That's great. So let's go on to exercise. Say, oh, I want to be, I want to have better exercise in 2018, uh, 2019. So you look back on the year that's passed and see how could I improve it? And how could I make it a weekly goal? You know what? I am going to get up and go for a half an hour walk two days a week. And that's a good point because a lot of times people aim too high. I'm going to run five days a week in 2019. If we set goals too high or if we set goals too low, that's not effective. Or if we set goals too vague, that's not effective. So there's got to be a sweet spot that's a challenge, but it's not overwhelming. Side note, anxiety occurs when we are overwhelmed with a challenge that is too hard for us, or we are underwhelmed by not being challenged enough. Let me repeat that. Anxiety occurs when we are overwhelmed with challenge and when we do not have any challenge at all, like kind of the boredom anxiety or the overwhelmed anxiety. So there's a sweet spot we can shoot for. And you know what? If we keep in track week to week, you don't have to win every week. If your goal is to wake up and walk for 30 minutes, two mornings of the week, every Sunday, you could check in and say, how'd I do this week? I succeeded. How'd I do this week? I only got one. Okay. I didn't quite hit my goal. But the key is, it's not just this one big goal that's either black or white. Oh, I, up, I missed a week of, of running, like, ah, 2019 screwed, see you next year. No, we have to keep on it week to week, and we have to push ourselves, but also be forgiving. Anything else I wanted to mention today? Today's going to be a little short and sweet because, you know, it's holiday time, and uh, nothing wrong with short and sweet. So we're going to have our six categories. We're going to give ourselves grades for last year. We're going to make sure our goals are not too vague and something that we can give ourselves a little grade once a week. And I think that if we took two or three of these categories and, hey, if you feel ambitious, do all six, but don't overwhelm yourself. And we kept that notebook. And every Sunday we checked in on sleep, water, exercise, diet, relationships, and spirit. And we thought about how can we move better in these directions week to week. And then the key is, we don't have just one day of the year where we make a resolution. You have every once a week, every Sunday where you check in and you give yourself a little reflection on how did, how did I do an exercise? How did I do my relationships this week? 
relationships are a whole conversation unto themselves because they are so complicated. Compared to drinking water, I mean, water should mean easy goal. It's very easy to measure. Figure, I want to have eight, eight ounce waters a day. That's two 32 ounce water bottles. Easy. I mean, that one is very straightforward. When it comes to relationships and spirit, well, these are complicated and very hard to say, how did I do better? So if I'm thinking, I want to be a better, I want to be a better son this year. What does that mean? You know what? I'm going to make sure I call my parents with a clear mind and non-rush and just be able to be present with them once a week. Or if you live close enough to your parents, you know what? I'm going to prioritize stopping by and having a nice time with my parents once a week or inviting my parents out to lunch. You know, you think about within the relationship category, you think about specific people in your life. Oh, how's my relationship with my brother? Oh, that's solid. How's my relationship with my, my friend? or my family, or my parents, or people that are important to us. And also with the relationships, you know, how's my relationships to my community? Do I, do I get out there? Do I extend my hand? Do I put on a friendly face? Do I, am I, uh, how, how am I in my, in, in my community? So there's a lot to reflect on. So I just encourage you to spend that time, but also build into your into your weekly routine that time. That's probably the best thing we can do. I grew up with the expression, seize the day, but I've kind of shifted to seize the week. And I really think that the week is the optimal cycle of reflection. And that we can try to, um, and try to grow and learn every week. We can try, try to grow and learn every day, but sometimes some days just get away from us and life is hectic and I don't know, I've shifted from the day to the week. So we'll be talking about this a lot in times to come. I hope this gave you some good food for thought. I, um, as we head into the new year, I'm very grateful for this nascent, this budding uh, community we have going here where uh, we get to talk and reflect and I look forward to getting more of you. On the podcast, we're learning how to do some Skype uh, recorded interviews, and like I said, we're going to be doing um, going to be doing a, a series of documentaries showing and discussion in the new year. So a lot of great things to come. I'm very grateful to be here with you and to share some thoughts and to live and learn together. So with that, I wish you a happy, inspired new year, and uh, let's see what we can make out of it. Keep living and learning. Keep positive. Bye-bye.